AKA Radio. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another issue of Krakoa Radio. <laughs> this is the day Table Night is in full effect. Bitch, we have been revealed and we are beautiful. There is a lovely, you know, Brown Bobby. Brown Bobby is a part of the Table Night and 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 Nightcrawler's great, 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 great grandmother is a part of the table. And, and then um the the fucking flat scan uh uh Rocco that played Magneto is also <laughs> This is a great day with my fellow co-host, Black Word. Hello, welcome to the table with actual omegas on it. Um, I'm the scribe of Table Dusk. <laughs> we all have powers on my side. Um, Zylo, baby, you'll get it together. Uh, I'm sure you will. Um, Lotus Logo, no one's talking to you. Uh, but Aura Serata, you'll start feeling better. My house is down right now. <laughs> we are struggling. <laughs> Only one who still is functioning is Lotus Logo, and that's not a flex. Uh, <laughs> thank you for showing up. <laughs> I'm Fisher man can Fisher King can beat fucking uh Lotos ass right now. So you might want to chill. Oh yeah, could beat Lotos' ass. Oh my god. Oh, and also <laughs> my fellow co-host. <laughs> the wind god Ponte. What's Ooh. up? Your regions here, table day. Um, we are putting our dicks on the table on the electromagnetic spectrum. Okay. We taking down silicone monkeys. <laughs> we are. I, 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 it was a little bit racist, but we took that motherfucker down. Okay, but we putting our dicks on the table on the electromagnetic spectrum. Are you putting your comments and reasonings into the Google Doc, Vante? The what? The Google Doc, where everyone's supposed to put their listings on. Oh. I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> the loud person we're waiting on. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about it. I'm sorry. Per. That ass per. Right. And finally, you know, the man that needs an introduction. A, a table I respect. A table I respect. Go ahead. Big poppy shout time. It's, well, it's um, wow. <laughs> it is uh, Big Poppy Showtime. You know the doc, um, the only one that is heartless and still moving. Oh, so, are they still moving? You... There's no one yes. left on your table. Who's left yes. on your table? Who's left the on your table? Nigga. The heartless nigga that's leading shit. The dead one. That's alive, walking around with no heart. The dead one. Yes. No, he's not dead. He's dead. I said what I said. I said what I said. Okay, I guess his Omega level ability is denial. Well, it's better than being the Omega of nothing. Oh, wow. damn. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Damn, that was... Fuck. <laughs> while, while all your tables were running your mouth, I was out here cashing a motherfucking Trump check, okay? Y'all, you tables out here running your mouth talking about <laughs> yeah. No, no. Table Knight does have the cuntiest of them all. Um, underneath Storm, of course. We never disrespect her, ever. Sweetie, the cuntiest. But, you know, you can't compare anyone to Storm, but it's not fair. So, Sizzica, Sizza, I call her Sizza. 
came out full cunt, smelling of jasmine. She said none of that softer shit. Said right. jasmine, uh, flowers giving you dainty, cute, petite, moist. Um, in my imagination, she vogued. She was her, she had a mean catwalk, mean little duck walk. Um, on her way to pick up everyone. She is she's girl. giving it. You girl. She's taking girl. it. She's taking it. She's a cute so girl. So what are we reviewing for today? X-Men, X-Men Red, Red. Number, number six and Judgment Day number four. Are we already at number four? Yeah, we are at number four already. You would, this, you, this, you would think this, we'd be wrapping week. up. This week, I forgot. We have another month and a half. I thought this was like the finale. I was like, oh, yes. Brilliant. Give it to me. And then it was like, no, nigga. Now we're going to start up the Avengers shit. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, we have they can kill off the vast majority of the Avengers, and I wouldn't give a, a single fuck. Yes, but it's right. so fun watching them do it. Mm-hmm. Like, Just leave Thor and Black Panther. It's people who got good solos, you know. Yeah, yeah it's a Thor got resolved his daddy issues. Yeah, and he's half mutant anyway. You notice he didn't get judged. We'll bring that up. He didn't get judged though. He did. It did feel like it was a judgment. It felt more like an observation than a judgment. So he Doom's judged judgment he felt more like a judgment. That. But he ju- the progenitor judged Thor um, and said by virtue of his hammer, by him being able to wield Mjolnir, that he is uh, judged with a thumbs up. Which is really, really shocking. Storm didn't get judged and there's lots of theories about that but we'll get into it we'll get into it so what are we doing first uh red i feel like red needs to go first because that's the order i should have read it in and it wasn't but it didn't ruin it too much right it didn't ruin it too much but it it ruined it but not too much it was like you know it's a it's a difference between like nutting inside someone and then like you know just pulling it out and then like yeah. you still go it's like it's not bad you still finished but you know you know you wanted to do it within the abyss of true happiness right 10 10 10 10 10, ten. across the board we need a sound effect for when we give something all 10s <laughs> ten. it's a fucking 10 Fucking ten, ten. across Give me face, 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 yeah. face God, face God, never decline. My God, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it. Mm, nummy, nummy, nummy. I'm sorry, I have to do the whole verse. Faggot. Um, <laughs> Beyonce just—it's like the power pegging that happened this issue. It just takes you over. <laughs> it was like it was like the best. It was like watching Macho Fucker with XL. And Raheem Shabazz is getting bottomed by Cutler X. And I was gonna say old days, retro gay thug porn. I was giving um Thugzilla. Uh, it Prindy, was giving a Prende oh. Latin. And I love X. Tiger so Tyson. It was giving Tiger Tyson. Tyson. Was my favorite. Um, yeah, Tiger XL Tyson was my first. XL, I I would do I would do anything for him. Oh my god. Oh my God! Well, XL is the Rihanna of the of the porn community. Mm-hmm. The girls, the girls are all breath wait for that porno to come out. Avatar, Aang style, XL. You know the world needed him most. He vanished. Mm-hmm. I think me XL are mutuals on Twitter, but I but I know he's not on Twitter actively. He's not on Twitter anymore. 
Yeah. Okay, Jim. good. There's so many things to say about X-Men Red. Let's start with the highlight. Let's start with the opening. Um, we got a new Black King. Um, mm-hmm. the new a new human. That's the key point. You know, uh, they give us a new human, a new psychic human who does nothing but surf cunt and defend mutants. He's a black man. And he's paternal. <laughs> he's fine. Oh, he's fine. He said insult. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, kids. I meant to say that you need to tactically retreat so that you can fight another day where your powers kick in. And I was like, thank okay. you. <laughs> he's looking to understand. The like, code. like Al Ewing had so much personalities. Like the little shape him the kids was so real. Like, no, you're not doing the way we do in our culture. You're embarrassing us. <laughs> See, they don't scroll up with this fucking laser beam. I'll go up there and fight it right now. <laughs> Insult, She was not having it. Well, he was not having it. He was a he. Yeah, yeah. Her, Insult. Her, yeah, she was like Insult, Craig of NASA. Insult. Motherfucker. I lived like and the thing, I'm sorry, go ahead, y'all talk. This this isn't an orgasmic book. Orgasmic. The sister I never had, the brother I always wanted. Yes. The father mm-hmm. who was there for me, the mother who nurtured me. Al Ewing. I hope you get your dick sucked. I hope. <laughs> you are a storyteller supreme. You deserve it. You make me weep. I haven't touched my God Queen Spec script because I'm like, there's not much I can really do that I'm not already getting. I started that spec script to do shit with Storm that I was not seeing in these comics. And then X Men Red dropped, and it's Al Ewing. Al Ewing is giving it. He's taking it. And then for Table Dawn to be. Just showing up everywhere, subtly sobering on. Just is like, yeah, um, here's some water that you need so that you can fuck this shit up. When up. listen, let's talk about Icon Sabunar, you know? <laughs> Giving her that well, word. He says, We have a saying um from the prisons. If you weren't here, you were somewhere. You had you were where you needed to be. So don't beat yourself up to it. Sabunar is the mm-hmm. friend you need. Really, very like, supportive, very supportive. A fully fleshed out character, you know. <laughs> the you're, you're important no matter where you are. You just don't necessarily have to be here with us. But that Say, is a hey, you're doing your that's, job. That's a very strong message in regards to dealing with white supremacy. I think people like Sobernar was just like telling girls, like, look, we all doing what we can to end white supremacy. I mm-hmm. used that quote this week, and it really helped. It's a good mantra. It really it was a good word. So you weren't here, you were somewhere. Listen, and it's especially important remembering that we don't like to remember it, but I'm going to force us to because we got to address badness when we're in the face of greatness. IVX, how it ended, and they blamed Storm. They were like, Storm took it all to herself. She said, I sit down as a leader because this is all my fault. And no one sat there and went like, you did literally what you needed to do. Like, you did exactly what the right yeah. response was. Yeah. Yeah, you had the yeah. right response. They we were killing pretend us. Pretend that IVX never happened. I know we do, yeah. but we and need to address it. the difference in treatment. We need to address right. it because Al Ewing sat there and went instead of having a bunch of characters blame her on the spot, like you know they always do in an X Men book. Wherever something happens, go blame Storm. Storm, why mm-hmm. are you dithering us? Storm, why did you do blah blah blah? They just went, girl, 
what else could you have done? You can't be in two places at once. You're the regent. You were in the places you needed to be. You went down there to vote, and then you came back up. And the attack and they, happened in what eleven minutes? <laughs> yeah. They never even um they never really even addressed that um that part of um IVX where she um she was blaming herself or they blamed her or whatever and then like she stepped down as X Men Go because the next comic after that I think was X that horrible ass X Men Go series and she stepped down as leader. They never even really addressed that after it was like yeah. Kitty Lee, she became a sidekick. You know, she got she got some god power spirit for a little bit, but then they just completely didn't address that she was going through some serious trauma after that. Did they even yeah. readdress the fact that here and Wolverine dated, and here came old man Wolverine, and they're just like pretending like they did not have a very serious a hundred and five year relationship because they went to that pocket dimension and they had a hundred year relationship together. We're gonna pretend none of that happened. I don't think about that book at all. Le- Lady Lactuka came through and said, um, "Lady Lactuka finally got off her ass and did something." She said, <laughs> "Not on me. I'm not doing any work for you. Here's my eyes. Figure that. Figure this shit out." So I'm watching an interesting drama play out three galaxies away right now. Here, baby, you do it. <laughs> like, but- like Lactuka is the Patty Labelle of Araco. So, you know you're my good girlfriend, Storm. You know you're my good girlfriend, but you got to see the shit for yourself. I'm not doing all that work for you, daughter. You got to figure it out. Yeah, she definitely hit her with that. Rest. She definitely hit her with the rest future. It's like you know, damn well you can see it for yourself. Get it. Right. <laughs> like, I was speaking like, to a world was win about Lactuka, and like they have this theory that now step two is that Lactuka doesn't look like that. That's just a shroud she's wearing, no, and no, underneath, no. Lactuka's wearing a wraparound do rag. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a wraparound okay. do-rag. She went to the night sky. She pulled that shit around. She said, that shit looked cute. I like this little cosmos. Took that shit, wrapped herself in it, and that's just her power going on. She did it before Hellfire got out thought about turning powers into fashion, right? Mm-hmm. Visionary. Yeah. She was Future the original seer. fashionista. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Love it. And this confirmed it for me because I'm like, why, are her, why is her eyes glowing through the shroud? It's a shroud. Mm-hmm. When she sees it all, she won't be battered baddest, the baddiest. You think she's giving conservative? No, she's giving you a bikini look underneath. Yeah. Yeah. These titties are perky. She said, I have to hide all of this. Just just so Storm doesn't feel embarrassed. I care about my sister. You know? (laughs) I knew. I know all things. And one thing that Tuka the Knower knows is that you bitches can't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, So one thing that I... This is, and one thing that I will say that Al Ewing did this issue that no one else has done in a long time is make Xavier look likable with him hovering over the shell, the, the egg of uh, Abigail Brand. Mm-hmm. Mm. He said, I know, bitch. <laughs> and the little caption was, Abigail has never been more vulnerable. Exactly, bitch. Your Period. secret's about to be Charles's. And I, everyone I, keeps going, but well, she codes her brain thoughts in the alien language. The man who's read the minds of aliens 10,000 times, he knows the language. Right. We already yeah. established in Hoxpox that he can translate complicated languages already. He can't fully speak it or pronounce it, but he knows the intentions behind it. And he knows enough to know that, bitch, you've been fucking around. <laughs> right. There was so much in this in this issue. Like, one thing that, was that they talk about that really... Um, was fucked up was 
apparently before Apocalypse Apocalypse left, he had been campaigning them to start doing mutant circuits before, and now they realize they actually do work. Then work independently all this time versus using mutant circuits. So that's <sighs> another bit of the lore. Go ahead, but I, I pulled that too. I have something for that. No, go ahead, friend, because I, it, it was something that like really struck me. I'm just like, so y'all probably could have fared better, but you kind of probably felt like it was beneath you to do mutant circuits. And like Zylo's like, well, well, I'm sorry, uh, Demi's uh, Zylomon um, is trying to figure out like Demi Zylomon. <laughs> yeah, Demi Zylomon is sitting there like, we maybe we need to like start doing, we in a new era. Maybe we need to start doing these mutant circuits because like we really did, we just did some shit. And that's like, why I respected what happened here and stuff. Like, it's like, I don't know. Have you, any of you all ever seen Legend of Korra? After yeah. Legend of Korra. So everyone always hates what happened when Korra lost her connection to the past Avatar cycles. It was taken from her. Never trust anyone who says Korra destroyed the, the Avatar cycle. No, she didn't. It, was, it didn't. happened to her. Someone yeah. came and attacked her, very much like Orano's, and just because of what he did intentionally, went in and destroyed the entire cycle. But it had to happen because... You can't move on with someone exists as a relic of the past, constantly reminding you of it. Like, that's the right. whole purpose of the cycle is that people butt in and tell you shit, or people expect you to go consult all the other avatars, and all the avatars are just going to tell you is like, we can't tell you what to do. And like, that's the, the one thing no one else understands that we do is that people think because we have access to this older knowledge that this old knowledge is better than what you can just decide on your own. Um, and the truth is, you're going to a new era, a new dynasty you need to be able to make new decisions because the things we did can't happen again. The main right. thing an avatar is known to have is all four elements and regrets. Zylo's whole thing was that he's kept reminding you of tradition and like everything you can't do. And like, that is the case in point. They forgot everything that they did do, which is the origins of the reason Arako exists in the first place is because they use their powers in concert. The thing you're referring to is back in like Knights uh, X of Swords, Ten of Swords, when they were showing the origins of Rocco and Akara, they said that they had mutant alchemists pull their powers together and they grew structures from the ground. That's what they're referring to, mutants in concert. And they're referring to Apocalypse whole, uh, the X is more powerful than the circle, whole mutant coven thing. They did that back in the day. They said, like, Akara was built using powers in concert. Um, and then they just stopped doing it. And it seems to be just because Genesis was always flipping the fuck out and saying, I'm bored of this shit. Let's fight. <laughs> Genesis has started doing a bunch of rules for no fucking reason without Apocalypse around. Well, especially because, like, when you keep going back to the history of, like, after they went to Amanth and all the shit that happened in Amanth and then her getting commingled with Annihilation, and that wasn't really Genesis either. She was possessed most of that time when she was ruling over them. So, and then, like, uh, the Locust Vile, and they went, they went through some shit. Mm -hmm. And then Aura Serata killed the original Table Knight. I would like to yeah. refer to the uh, page where they discussed the different ages, where they also introduced um, the knights. Because that's the extra bit of lore we got that we don't really realize it's lore, is that they, they paint, like, a very clear history of Morocco. Um, mm -hmm. I think the Proud Years... 
a proud years is how long it lasted until she was taken over. Um, the prison years is when Iska, I think, switched sides. And they started winning. And they started capturing mutants and breeding them with demons. And they started making shit like Tarn. And then the years of Annihilation is when Genesis fully surrendered and became Annihilation. And then the other trial of swords. So I don't think Genesis was fully underneath the control of Annihilation up until that point. I think she was just fucking crazy sometimes. Which also leads me to think she's related to Storm, because sometimes Storm's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she loses her shit. That's why we love her. Sometimes she starts the speaking Omega in third person. of nothing has the seat of nothing. But I will say that um, Brown Bobby not only discovering, but then becoming a member of the, the table night just on his own says a lot about how smart that nigga is. So the crazy part is there was there was a variant cover of one of the Hawkspox books with him being on the throne and it was supposed to be like it was one of those like uh for like foreshadowing covers. And I couldn't figure out I was like, why is Bobby on the throne? And we still don't know why he's on the throne. So apparently Hickman's work is still being played out in the books. I just think that like he probably left notes like these people have to be on the table night. And how they get there is how y'all reveal them is how y'all reveal them. But these things need to be done. So I wonder how much information has Hickman left for them to follow through on. So I do... You go ahead, Bonte. Sorry, I was going to say, like, after this, it was... um, I know they advertised something about... um, it was an X and then it's an SOS thing. So I wonder if they're still picking up something from Hickman and whatever the hell that is. Yeah. I'm running with you. There's still some things, there's still some loose ends that other Hickman is left behind. Um, but um, I, I think we should close out this book, though. But I feel like we should talk about that one thing that we need to really talk about in this book. Oh, Did Power Bucky. Baby, that scene with Magneto and Storm. Mm hmm. That mm-hmm. shit. She's like, she's like, you ready? She's like, like one, two, three, four. <laughs> it's even better because how many times Magneto and Storm form their circuit together? Because they just know that that that, that look is just always gonna hit. Um, that shit was so sexy. It was so those hot. two working in concert together, just oh. literal perfection. This is why why it's so important to pair the right writers with the right artists. This Mm -hmm. is why. This is exactly why. This is why I really hate how they did Stephanie Williams. I hate it. Every day of my life, that woman deserved better. But this motherfucking book, motherfucking Ewing Mm -hmm. and Castelli, god damn it. Do we forgive him from drawing Bobby a a little bit ethnically ambiguous, his hair texture? I forgive it at this point because I'm like, you know what? We can't have perfection all the time. We can't have everything we want. We'd be greedy. We'd be spoiled. I can move past it, especially with this, because this was, and the way that she, um, the way that she, Storm, talking about Storm, the way that she kind of referred to that connection and that, that, that circuit as 
making love. Is that I was like, yeah, girl, yeah. I'm passionate. <laughs> we love it. Because I, we did not come to make love, we came to make war. Period. And like the combination of these two mutants, like they sit in your head as the most powerful mutants to ever really be born, period. All right, they do. Mm-hmm. And like this comic really did the work to showcase like what that kind of relationship would be because Magneto's always did nothing but respect Storm. Even when he was a villain, he was like, that's my bitch. I will never fuck with her. In fact, I want her to change sides. If I kill every X-Men, I'm not touching Storm. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to touch her. <laughs> and I started thinking about their similarities. Said, oh yeah, they're both white-haired mutants, mm-hmm. energy manipulators, mm-hmm. two of the most powerful wills you've probably ever come across. Mm-hmm. I, I still want to think about the what if, of like, what if Magneto found Storm first? Because I'm like, this relationship just works. And then this is the first time I really saw them in a light that says, all right, this is like very much lover shit. Um, the full blown fucking in this scene. <laughs> that it's shit. just. It was, amazing. it was amazing. There was nothing else. That pose at the end of the book, that's how you earn that. That means I, that's how you earn it. I need the alternate reality child of theirs somewhere. I need it. I need it. I, I need to see it. I don't know the what half power. Jewish, half black energy manipulator. Oh. Mm-hmm. My God. Except Magneto is gay, okay. But yes. That's a bisexual. That's a bisexual right there. That's a freaky bisexual. Is he? Very much so. And, and then and then Storm was a soft top, too. She was like ready. And he's like, oh yes. <laughs> it's an aftercare storm. Oh my God. <laughs> So, oh, you're cheeky. <laughs> you're like, Don't worry, I got you. It's a, it a nasty scene. It's a nasty scene. Because oh. <laughs> you know Storm loves a cheeky motherfucker. He's like, oh, you're making any window at me. So you know me, Magneto. You, know, you know me, Magnus. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, you know my name, Victor. Mm. <laughs> Same energy. Because he is everything you would want Storm to be with. He is every single archetype of every single person you may or may not like to with. Rolled into one person. And the only thing that stopped them from being together is that he's quote-unquote too old, but not too old to fuck Rogue. Mm. Right. Um, mm, 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 mm. We just pretend that that Rogue thing never happened. Rogue dated Joseph and not not uh, Max. They didn't mm. even talk to each other in the Apocalypse movie, really. That's the weird thing. They didn't really talk to each other. Mm-mm. The movie wasn't great, but like I agree with their two of the horsemen selections. I think Storm should always be chosen for anything. When you're looking for the most powerful mutants, why is she not a, a horseman? Storm should always be chosen for everything. For the Phoenix Force, if you're going to do it, if you want to throw out the telepath rule, throw her to the Phoenix Force. Uh, mm-hmm. Only reason why she probably didn't get it ever is because the Phoenix Force is intimidated. <laughs> the Phoenix and Force is like, intimidated. Uh, do you really need me? Because that's that's like putting a hat on a hat. Mm. That's been a hat on a bad bitch. I mean, two demons can't I coexist. Really, I mean, you need me. I don't really need you. So I can do the shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be a key in the hot room. <laughs> okay, so let's move on now that we've established all the bad bitches, the bad bitch criteria. Um, including the nothing, nobody, and nowhere of it all. Mm-hmm. Which, interesting titles, but I feel like we need another issue before we can get into what those titles exactly mean. Or the connection between the family of 
the Fisher King. So, moving on to Judgment Day. Judges, your scores. Tens. Tens. Definitely a fan. This was very good. Thoughts, concerns, accusations, condemnations for Captain America. Those two. Um, my only concern was that we had a whole lot of Star Fox. However, it wasn't like a bad, like it was it was sprinkled in in like spaces where it didn't it didn't come off bad. Yeah, I think this is them introducing him as a new character altogether. Because I think they went they went and did like the explosion event is now us just hitting reset on his character. He will no longer be misusing his power for basically date rape. That never happened. <laughs> he's a whole different person. He's been resurrected as a whole different person, just like all the other inhumans. Uh, I'm sorry, Eternals. So I just want the dead. I just want the humans dead, and that's just staying on my mind as they happens. Miss <sighs> Marvel and uh, Moon Girl can stay. Miss Marvel and Moon Girl can stay. Flint, mm, maybe, maybe Flint. I think I might want him to change his power set. I think we could. Turn, I think we could flip him to being a mutant. I think we can. He'd be flipped. Okay, like Miss Marvel is in the MCU. Yeah, we're thinking um, some bullshit. Like he never went through Terragenesis. He just survived it and it triggered an X gene. Yeah. And you guys just didn't detect it. The <laughs> last time Terragenesis was given to mutants, it caused them to die. But okay. Cool. Yes, yes. And that's why he is superior, is because he has um inhuman parentage and he's just a mutant though. We'll just say inhumans giving people teragenesis to reactivate their mutant powers. None of them had inhuman parents. Okay. All right. He has inhuman parents, but he's also human. And inhuman genetics protects him from teragenesis. What do you call it? Impox? Okay, we're going to change the topic. I just said the word. That's a curse word. We're not allowed to talk about that on this podcast. Yep. And that whole thing did not happen. So, um, Victor Von gets judged by the progenitor. (laughs) <laughs> and he laughed in the progenitor's face. He said, just say, Franklin, Reed Richards is smarter than you, and you will pass. That's what the progenitor said. And Victor Von Doom just laughs and walks away and passes because of that. <laughs> and I really feel like, for me, that is a whole level of fuck you on the guy <laughs> That I've ever heard in my life. For you to actually look at a, a, a celestial and have them tell you, oh, say you're smarter than somebody, and walk away, and then you, I mean, say that you're, you know, smarter than somebody, somebody smarter than you, and then you know, whatever. I, I think I would have done the same thing. Like you're not about to tell me all these years of me not liking this motherfucker. I'm gonna say he's smarter than me after we got <laughs> my ass. <laughs> and see, that's why Doctor Doom is just so. I I want another um, issue of the infamous Iron Man because Doctor Doom in that book being like his he wasn't inverted, being a good version of Doctor Doom, but he's still just basically the same asshole. It was just so great. <laughs> he's like, you know what? I'm gonna be a superhero now. And like, what was her name? Who was the one uh, in charge of Shield? I forget her name all the time. Was it Maria Hill? Yeah, Maria Hill. Maria Hill's like, please don't be a hero. And he's like, I'm going to be a superhero. He's like, please don't. He's like, no, no, no. I need to do this. He's like, you really don't. We have enough superheroes. He's like, no, Dr. Doom needs to replace Iron Man, actually. 
And like that whole panel exchange was just great because no one can tell Doom that they can do it better than him because they can't. Doctor Strange is still a second-rate sorcerer next to him. Um, everyone said it. They said it. It's in canon now. Doctor Doom's the Earth's greatest magician. And the smartest. And the smartest. He is the scientist and the sorcerer supreme. If he was a mutant, he'd be an Omega. <laughs> and I see even in the midst of um, the end of the world, Xavier is still addicted to his son in a way, and he fails mm-hmm. on that. He I'm doesn't like, even notice. That's the fucked up part, is that he doesn't notice he failed because he's not there. He says he's the father of all mutants, that he cares about his children, and you fail Legion at every single turn. I thought it was funny that Luke Cage also failed. Because <laughs> Luke Cage is an uppity Uncle Tom. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Shiesty. <laughs> Thor passes based on the virtue of he can wield Mjolnir, so the inscription alone says that he has to pass. Yeah. Um, who else passes? Storm, is it is it actively given a judgment? Because I guess my headcanon is that she cannot be judged because she is not on Earth. There's like none of the Iraqis are judged at all. She's not on Earth, and she's not on Earth during the periods of the voting when she would be uh, judged. I know the vote. I know everybody on Earth is judged, but she's not. She's on Morocco, so... T'Challa wasn't judged, but um, Miles Morales was. I sincerely believe, though, that... And this could be a question up to everyone else. I don't think Storm would pass if the criteria is if she were to be asked when she's being judged on her own personal convictions and outlook. It'll be a question of, are you a god? I think. And like <laughs> that definitive question of like, didn't do something godlike. I'm like, would would Storm sit there and have the hubris to declare herself to be in her full power a god? And the answer typically is depends on when you ask her. Mm-hmm. Well, leave it up to the yeah. people because if they believe in me, then I get stronger. That's one of her capabilities. So yeah, arcanely, arcanely, yeah. yeah um, but it's either that or also asking her like, do you believe truthfully that you are not a monarch, that you don't rule all these people, and you don't give them a voice? It's like, it's so many different foils to Storm right now. That's why we're in her golden era. This is the best Storm has been written since Claremont. And y'all know the fact that I'm saying since Claremont says a lot because, you know, I don't really like that nigga. Yeah. You know, they fucked with her. They fucked her over. I authentically said, like, Al Yuli inherited the awful one, uh, the one for all. From Claremont. Like, it was literally like a passing successor. Y'all don't watch anime, but the anime listeners out there are going to get it. Uh, who, do you watch My Hero Academia Showtime? Do you watch My Hero Academia? I do not. So you were yeah, really about to get me excited. Okay, so good. You got what I'm referencing. So that's exactly mm-hmm. what happened here. They passed on the one for all from Claremont to Al Ewing. I think Al Ewing... I think Claremont stand, uh, lives for her. I think he's bitter about it. I think it's very much Dr. Doom. 
<laughs> I don't think he enjoys the fact that he likes the stories because he thinks that no good stories can be told about Storm ever that he's not involved in. Unless it's distinctly, I think, unless it's distinctly another black woman writing it, he doesn't think anyone can write a better story with Storm than him. Um, Druig is given two options. Release Uranus or use the Unimind again. He chooses to use the Unimind. And did the mutants break in? <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> Because they were picking it up, like, Uranus was picking that ship, said, oh, yeah, you're going to put the Unimind with the high, with the Hex now, right? That means you're going to do the war form, which is a thing you guys never seen before because you guys never had access to the Hex. Yeah, the war form, it's like a Unimind with all this destructive power, and you can do whatever you want. But, you know, you got to be careful because if you do the Unimind, they can still vote you out. Like, you think that little egg. (laughs) Icarus and Gilgamesh were like, hold on one second, let's open the door real quick. And then Jean and the rest of the girls popped in. It was like, so we're here. So and what's it this works. about Unimind? Because if the mutants are distant relatives of the Deviants, that means they're distant relatives of the Eternals, and that means they get a vote. <laughs> so it's like, um, you gotta get the fuck out. <laughs> he said, we vote for Star Fox, bitch. Get the fuck out. <laughs> And then oh, I love so the part beautiful. where Exodus got a hold of him and slammed his ass on the ground. That shit was, it was iconic. Stomp the shit out of him. <laughs> Stomp the shit out of like an angry bitch after a ball. Chop this. He said, I have about six seconds. And your honest was like, I would help you if you weren't embarrassing. If you weren't a flop. <laughs> if you weren't ashamed of my legacy. You're like a Ross child, you know? Descended from Diana Ross, but bad at it. Lord have mercy. Uranus is so disrespected. <laughs> the existence of Druid is just like, you can't be like Thanos. Thanos is a bad bitch. Why can't you be like him? Because he was Druid is not actually like ruthless. He's just self cunning. Yeah. yeah, no one likes a cunning girl. We like tyrants. It's like, you're not Daenerys, you're like a Viserys, baby, and that's not, like, cool. Mm-hmm. And Viserys the Elder, not Viserys Daenerys' brother. I see really both of them. Like, I really both feel of like, them. I really feel like if Druid even attempted to be anything like Thanos or Uranus, I think everybody would laugh at him. I don't think he tried. Wasn't that his previous era in the Eternals that he thought he was being Thanos and like everyone was like, girl, you're not scary. (laughs) You call yourself Satan, but you're bad at it. Girl, we're only letting you be Prime Eternal because like if we let you do anything else, you'll try to fuck up with the rest of us. You try. We just gave you what you wanted, but also you guys, we could kill you. Like any one of us could kill you. You're not that good at your telepathy thing. Like, you're the best that's left that you don't get us wrong, but, like, that's not saying much, you know? Like, <laughs> we're all a little telepathic. Right. Like, you're the best You're the best telepath, and the best that you can give gives, Um, and this is no, sh- no shade to her, the best you give is, like, Sage's level of telepathy. I was going to be a bit more generous to say Monet, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very low level. Monet, telepath Monet is cute. It's like an extra ability, but it's like super hearing, you know, like, yeah, like uh, you have this ability, but like 
nobody remembers that you can do that. Like, until, I wouldn't like, want you to help me in a telepathic battle, Monet. I would want you to just punch him. Like, punch him. Yeah. Just do that, Monet. Just... Or eviscerate him. Turn into your, your uh, in-plate mode and just, like, fuck him up. Yeah, you got that. so many options. See, let's go full penance. We don't want Monet. We want penance. Yeah, we don't want... Yeah, don't do the telepathy thing. We're, no, we're call your thinking. sisters and tell them to form their Giselle form. Like that's that's more helpful, honestly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sweetie, we we love you down. Black woman to black woman, but like if I had to choose a telepath, a black telepath to have my side, I'm calling Astrid. Oh no, I'm actually calling Shola and Kose, the native really? generation. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I feel like you know. Calling Astra just but more of a boom. She invented the psychic portraits. That's why I think if they resurrect her, I definitely think she should be in charge of... She's not dead. She's not dead. If they she's return in, she's her... She's just in a coma. If, if they return her, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think she should be in charge of monitoring the uh, the whole. Like, if they even still have it, just turn it a bit more cathartic. I think she could make a nice little prison world where it's like, instead of being a prison, it's rehabilitation. Like asking, like, why are you doing this? Will these things really like give you the satisfaction you need? Red, you know, like Omega Red, do you really need to be eating people? I know you do, but like, maybe you need to be nice about it, you know. But the the Black Emma and Charles are Astrid and Shola. I was going to say, do we count Shadow King as black? No. Because he's Arab. Vaguely Arabic. It's vaguely <laughs> Arabic. Because Amal Farouk is Arab, no? Egyptian specifically. I think they just went Egyptian. Um, but m- most Egyptians would be Arab and not black, right? It's such a. I've asked this before and never gotten a straight answer. The answer is whatever you kind of need it to be. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, so... I, in my head canon, Amal Farouk is uh, Arab and not black. Let's power run through everyone who fails, but also the proge- who the progenitor refuses to judge. Like, he doesn't... Uh, Kamali, the, the wife of Arjun, who just lost her husband, and, like, he's, like, progenitor just kind of, like, I don't feel good about judging you, so you're just not going to be judged. And skips her. <laughs> and then going up to that little boy and just going, Coda, you're a little too young to be judged for anything you've done. It's not fair. You're still developing, like, a sense of right or wrong. And, like, you're just reacting to shit, and you're just doing things you think it's funny. Like, it's mean, but, like, you're a kid, so no, I'm not going to judge you. Um, Daniela passes, because despite living in a capitalist society, she still chose her family. Um, to be within the end. And so to him, it's like you said you're doing all for your family and you chose your family. So pass. Um, then we had Daredevil failed because <laughs> he's a Catholic. <laughs> just because he's Catholic, a Catholic guilt just went, you by default fail because you feel like you would fail. Um, Miles Morales pass. pass. Ms. Marvel pass. <laughs> past. Um, Star it's... Fox goes about his planning and telling everyone, like, I kind of want to be... How do we feel about Prime Eternal being Star Fox? That's was unexpected for me. 
So I sort of saw it coming when they made Thanos the Prime Eternal. So, and then when Star Fox popped up. So when Thanos was Prime Eternal, that ended, they excluded him, however the hell they did that, and Druid became the Prime Eternal. The only way that I figured that Druid would no longer be the Prime Eternal is if uh, Star Fox was allowed to be the Prime Eternal, because otherwise it would just go back to the status quo of Zerus or Ajax being the Prime Eternal, and there's no reason for that. I would have voted for um, Fastos. Fastos is a good second in command to me. He's not. He's the the power behind the throne. I was just gonna say he's the power bottle. That'll be accurate. Wow. <laughs> no. Um, how many he's votes did Stepper Cuckoo's count for? <laughs> and only votes? four of them showed up. There True. That's the weird part. Like, why is it only four Steppers up in there? And you got Sandra Nola smiling behind Xavier, which is especially delicious. Mm-hmm. They have Proteus, Mentalo, Shadow King, Sinister, Emma. Four of the cuckoos: Jean, uh, Monet. Chamber, Monet, oh, Exodus. Uh, Kid Omega is actually here, which is kind of weird because he's non-existent. Uh, Rachel, Cassandra Nova, and Charles. I feel like little bro should have been here, but that's just me. Instead of Kid Omega. Instead of Kid Omega, little bro is the superior telepath. Um, just because. He is autistic doesn't mean he's not a valiant and powerful. Matter of fact, I think most telepaths aren't most telepaths like slightly like coded to be on the spectrum. It kind of feels like that they have like weird quirks about them and like their social skills are all just kind of not entirely what you would call neurotypical. I thought that was the point of being a telepath is like you're slightly coded to be on the spectrum. I don't necessarily agree with that. I thought that that was the case because that was like the leading up to like that was back when Claremont was kind of doing it too. And Claremont did all those like if you're a mental ability, there's like an extra bit of a quirk to your personality archetype that does not cohesively blend into neurotypical cultures. I don't know. That's a disability reading of X Men comics though, and there's a whole there's a whole field of study for that. Uh, brush up your J stores. Mm-hmm. Is a really interesting concept. Um, Druid failed the test because uh, now he's no longer his prime eternal. And then Yorano starts fucking popping off. <laughs> and then our favorite power couple fucks him up. And that pop off was for like 30 seconds. The 30 second pop off defines an era, though. This defines an era. This mm-hmm. goes straight on your respect thread. This is a feat. All right, Monte and Omegas are counted in what? Feats. They are. Your miracles count and add to your registrar. You know, this will be cited in another 10 years. And whatever the future version of Twitter will be when two fag nerds are debating on whether or not, what's the next level of Omega they're going to come up with? Um, <laughs> Super Omega or whatever the fuck Matthew Malloy is. He's the Beyond Omega. Omega Gaming. You be get wow. <laughs> <laughs> I 
thought it was a, I thought it was an awesome feat. I really did. Storm's hair, beautiful, beautiful. And that scene where she's holding him at the end was very heartfelt. Oh my god! I, I, don't know my, I do not like seeing Storm cry. I was going to say, so but it's almost like blood. It looked a little, a little bit like blood. I'm not gonna lie. It's black tears because she's wearing mascara. What blows me though is that if Lactuka is like there and can literally fold space to teleport anybody anywhere, um, there are like ten healers. She's on, on lunch. She's on lunch. <laughs> She's already done three things today. Like literally, that's so much more than Lactuka will ever ever do. One of the Zorns is on Araco. Like, come on. She definitely gives like the bare minimum employee. They they show up do enough not to get fired and go home. I said she <laughs> so, be quiet quitting. Yes. Lectuka <laughs> is the quiet quitter. <laughs> Listen, she said, I gave you guys three actions today, all right? You expect me to do more, especially on Earth? Fuck you. <laughs> she said, frankly, Storm, bitch, you get the fuck out of my face. How about that? <laughs> she said, oh, my goodness. She said, today drained me. <laughs> today drained me. <laughs> what did she do when the idol was literally about to die? Nothing. She knew Aronis was coming. She knew it happened. She just didn't do anything because she don't want to. Legend. All right. <laughs> I think she clocked. I think she was going to clock off a break right there too. Can nobody tell me nothing? <laughs> she said, "I dropped you guys off." Or is she gonna even? She gonna teleport them straight to Earth? She chose not to because what? Fuck you. That's why. Do, do you know how easy, like, and then also SZA, because I don't know how to say her name any other way, um, could have also teleported his ass any fucking where. The fuck? There's so many people who There's like 10 things. healers that could have healed him. Literally, Cersei is there, right? Mm-hmm. Cersei is right there. She could have did it. Is she a healer? Yes, she, she is. Heal? She can heal. Her she power, can make him a heart, can't she? she? Her powers of transmogrification are so potent that she can permanently alter an internal's form. She's a she, atomic manipulator. But she can she do organic material or is she yeah. like Selene or she can't? She can. So she can oh, effectively okay. make him a heart, right? She could from nothing. She could touch him and then his whole body is just fully repaired. And that's why she failed. Because <laughs> Cersei always got her little schemes going on and she don't ever want to do shit neither. So, like, there were plenty of times that we could have healed um, Magneto and he wouldn't have to be this badass and just continue to pump his own blood through his body with his powers. Yeah. He and was I like, literally, was this is a feat. <laughs> yeah, and I, would, and I don't think it would go against, like, what he was trying to prove to the Iraqi by destroying his backup. I don't think it would go against anything. I'm a, in my mind, I'm going to say this happened in like a series of seconds. It wasn't like a minutes thing. They pulled up and then they, she boosted him. Uh, Storm boosted him. They shot him, eviscerated his ass. And then like, he just had no more, no more capability to maintain his body. He was on the precipice of death constantly um, until he completely wasn't. What this proves is that if Storm had been there, Uranus would not have 
defeated most of the um, the great ring. And that's her issue with it is that she knows that she was on missing from the circuit, basically. Mm-hmm. I would argue Lotus logo should have dropped the fucking metal. mountain on him. Uh, instead of making those itty bitty little metal shrapnels, he really could have just whispered, just drop a bar and like drop an actual mountain on him. But didn't do it. Fuck you, Lotus Logo. You are a shame to all Omegas. I want to kick you off the table. Nothing. So there's that. Listen, Henry's out here to defend himself. (laughs) Every fucking time. (laughs) Omega of nothing. I think he found out his name. He'd be more powerful. I feel like he does have a weapon. It's just something really innocuous. But or it could I, not be. I you know what? Let me be let me be respectful of him. You don't need a weapon to be a warrior on Araco. Yep, because uh, his two daughters have weapons that Iraqis don't respect or use. Two. Both. Both, both of them. Korra and Zen both have uh, uh, mutant weapons that Iraqis are like, yeah, girl, no. Maybe don't do that. So you're you're enhancing other people's powers. That's that's a little LGBT, honestly. And we don't yeah. <laughs> we don't really do that here. Ill, like helping people. Nope. Assisting. Listen. No. Hate the sin, not the sinner. <laughs> mm. And your your power is to to paint with the truth. What is that? Can you use that? Can that hurt me? No? Okay. We don't believe in so, painting on Rocco. We're always clean. <laughs> <laughs> Rinsed out and ready to go. Goes in dry, comes out soggy, but not in a bad way. <laughs> All right. Well, thank y'all for coming this week. Love y'all so much. That panel was just so good. I I I almost made it my screensaver, but I didn't want to be constantly reminded of how now I consider Magneto so so much higher in my head, and now he's gone. Um, Omega Level Bottom was sitting there talking on Twitter, like he's not going to state it. I think he listen. Typically, I'm like in these big crossover events, no one ever stays dead, right? This felt different. <laughs> Something about this. I don't think he's dead. And also, there are mutants who can resurrect him. There's resurrection powers. There are resurrection protocols. There's a bunch of shit, right? I believe in that. I don't but think his mind we is do. not part of the protocols anymore. Yeah, I don't think his resurrection or his quote-unquote return. I don't use the word return because everyone swore um, Black Widow would come back, but it's a clone they brought back um, in terms of Black Widow. I don't think we're going to get a situation where the Magneto we get is one that's going to be one that doesn't interact with the story directly. Like, the impact of bringing back the exact same Magneto doesn't feel like it's going to happen. I think that's the part... I think they're just going to call triage, and he's just going to bring him back to life. I don't think so. I don't think they would cheapen the story that way. I don't think Ewing... I trust Ewing enough to... To me to say like that just happened and like that's gonna stay that way. I think this death needs to happen in a way that is going to change how we fundamentally interact with Storm. Cause now um, she's the leader of the Brotherhood. She's been the leader the whole time. Yeah, she's been the leader, but it's more like a co-leadership situation with Magneto. Um, but I think the next step is the split between like 
basically the metaphor that's going on is, is if Jean has replaced Xavier as the leader of the X-Men and its main go-to telepath, Storm replaces Magneto in that foil. And so now it's Magneto and Jean. It's now Storm and Jean as the faux Xavier uh, Magneto paradigm. I don't think I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I don't either, but I, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah. Because I can see I can see that. Just a little bit more drama, you know? Besties to the end, and now the end is coming. I'm surprised Steve Rogers' um, vibranium shield protected him from the progenitor when every other human being around him was destroyed. I wanted to highlight that. I think everyone who passed was just destroyed. I think we're about to get another annoying split world story because that shield protected him, but it didn't protect the person underneath him. And it made sure they censored that shit to happen. Something about that is weird. I wonder if it's another, I wonder if it's another vision now that he, like he projected out to everybody. Cause I, I don't know. So is, is the progenitor Ulysses the inhuman? Can we just not do that? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And let's never bring up that motherfucker ever again. Even though he's from Columbus. Even though Lucy's is from my hometown, and he went to OSU and everything, fuck him. Um, but I think what's going on is that the progenitor definitely raptured everyone who passed or everyone who did not get voted on. And he split them up. And he went, the people who failed, you're doomed. The people who passed, you're not doomed. It's going to be two ships situation. So basically the people that failed are going to get another chance to prove themselves? No, I think he's full on to say, fuck them, leave them there, and I'm about to blow that planet up in the worst way possible. But then also, like, I don't think the trial is over. Because I think just because people pass doesn't mean that they are constant, or you aren't constantly now having to, to prove themselves. But this whole thing is that your last day has finally come. You guys always fight for one more day, one more day, one more day. Now, no more days. Now, the moment the other people slip from pass to fail, they're kicked out. Um, but then overall, it's a question of, I feel like the progenitor is realizing that he can't exist in the same way that they can. Like, the main issue with the Celestials is that they act higher than thou and higher than all the issues. And it's like the progenitor hasn't actively looked at his own actions and the actions of the Celestials and gone, are we as guilty as these humans? When we say humans are flawed, but they are made in the likeness of these higher forces, particularly us. Okay. I don't know. I feel like this is going to end with Celestial judging itself and saying, like, oh, fundamentally Celestial's fulfilled. Because we made this. Like, the people who were fighting they even caused us were two out of three of them were created by, like, fucking Celestials. I'm excited for the future. I'm excited to see if Icarus, um leans into death to all eternals I'm with it I'm with um, the shits just put them all in the exclusion it'll be an interesting comic series I would read a, a cosmic story about the eternals and they go off on their own leave the earth and try to find a new homeland I'll read a story about that 
<laughs> yeah, you know I fuck with them a long way. So, I mean, every Eternals run that has happened so far has been amazing. So, mm-hmm. I'll read it. And Henry isn't here to to gainsay us and say that it's not good, but it's good. It's good. They have great fashion. Mm-hmm. Great fashion. Um, they have great powers. Um, they're gives, interesting. Like, it gives the Game of Thrones feel that the Inhumans should have had, but they were inept, so they didn't. Yeah. The Inhumans, the inhumans are never going to be a thing as much as they try. Now, I do want to see the Eternals and Inhumans fight, uh, but the last time that happened, the Inhumans actually won. That's a travesty. I do think they should also explain what an 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 ex-human, I mean, an external is in comparison to an eternal. Do they even know they exist? I think they should address it. I think now is the time to address that shit and go like, oh no, um, basically Apocalypse used celestial technology to recreate the machine's influence uh, within them so they can they can backdoor the resurrection protocols. Um through magic or any other means that they have, but they're backdooring their way through it, and that's how they're doing that. And I'm like, oh, okay. And they don't have to sacrifice the human for it to happen. Yeah, they just sacrifice magic or something. And I was like, oh, okay, I understand mm-hmm. that. That works. So that means uh, Selena's coming back eventually. Well, we knew that, child. We knew that was going to happen, but they're just going to go, like, hope that magic bullet you put in her head is not going to do much. <laughs> who who are the only Eternals, ex- externals that are still alive? It's Selene, Gideon, Apocalypse... Avalanche, not Avalanche. I always confuse Richter with Avalanche. And I feel like it's a very fair case to do. Um, Mm -hmm. Richter is the external now, so he qualifies. Apocalypse is the last surviving one. Celine was, and then the little motherfucker with the necklace, that girl with the necklace, uh, and Cannonball. Okay, so the Marvel Wiki says Gideon, Absalom, Apocalypse, Burt, Selene, White Sword. What the fuck? And uh, possibly Cannonball are the only living externals. How the fuck is White Sword an external? Um, let me see when they reference that. They said it was X-Men Volume 5, Number 14. Girl. Is it X-Men During X of Swords? Girl, what? Is this like that shit where they had like just a brief mention of like fucking like that brief briefest mention of showing famine's power being hydrokinesis and like it's really so blank if you miss, you'll miss it and it really didn't make much sense in context. Yeah, I don't think that that I don't think that's true. And Burke, the external, we haven't seen in forever. Burke was the baby one. If we don't see people at the hoxpox, they don't, it's not canon anymore. That's the rule. That's the rule we all go by. So you said X-Men number 14? Yeah. I'm pulling this up. It was during X of Swords. Was it the opening of the X of Swords event? Like I have it right here. I'm looking at it. It's the issue where like the mutant history of it, blase blase, and like it showed the final battle. Mm Um, and it also shows the mutants in concert thing, like the thing I was talking about earlier, where they used their powers together and they built Akara. Um, 
Also, now that we've seen the knights of the uh, the table of night, do we still agree that the people we saw in this image are members of the original table of night? Because mm. this is like the penultimate ish for everything. Oh yeah, they say he's an external immortal. Yeah, he's an external. Okay, well, I'm gonna. So this is going to feed further into my head canon that White Sword is either Apocalypse's daddy or his uncle. I agree. I don't... I want more White Sword. I don't think we're ever going to get it. I don't think they find a way to tie him into anything going on. Because he's still just chilling in Ameth. He's still just there. <laughs> with his uh, with his Legion of 100 that he keeps resurrecting. Just going. I really should have added uh, Gorgon to this team. I feel like he would have this place up. <laughs> You know, he's, you know he wants to fuck Gorgon. That's his, that's secretly what it's all about. Like, those aren't his warriors. That's his, that's his fucking, um, those are his concubines. That's his harem of ass-kicking mutant warriors. This is the homie Amazons. Go see Woman King. But with that plug, um, I think that's all we have for this week. It's a really short uh, run. Um, so what are our recommendations? Showtime? Um, don't leave with me. Leave with um, anybody else. Vontae, what's your recommendations? Um, the only recommendation I have right now is I read the first issue of um, Midnight Suns. Um, it was I, a little racially charged. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, was, I was gonna say I don't like what they're doing with Zoe. I, that little white boy get his hands off my daughter. Yeah, like I, I really wasn't feeling. I really wasn't feeling that. I, I think that it's, it's like you said, it was, it, it was a little weird. But, um, I, I'm giving it a try because, you know, of course, it's a black character on the, on the, on the team, and um, it's not, it's not, I not like supernatural stuff. So, um, it's got that. I like the Kushala's in it. Yeah. Um. It's basically, you know, just about um, the end of the world again. And, um, yeah, so I, I'll be checking out. And Have I'm you ever read Savage too. Avengers? I, I dropped it oh. for a bit after they finished that first volume. Um, but Yeah, I dropped it then, too. Is is Brother Voodoo still doing I only picked it up before because Brother Voodoo was in it doing shit. And, like, you know. In, is he in the second volume? I don't think so. I think he should have stayed, but I think the next run is like them trying to redeem Kushala. Not Kushala, um, Kuath. Kulangath. Kulangath, yeah. That shit. Kulangath. They went back in time and then like they and then like um what's his name? Fake ass He Man nigga. Conan. Conan, yeah, the Conan the Barbarian. Uh went back in time and he picked up Kulath and went like, okay, we're going to prevent you from going through all the trauma that would turn you into a monster in the first place. We're going to redeem you. We're going to train you to be a warrior. We're going to make sure you never touch magic ever. And you're going to learn the path of the sword so that you aren't basically raped, brutalized, and like traumatized until you become a sociopathic creature uh, bent on psychopathically decimating all humanity. But that wasn't that wasn't interesting. I feel like that's a good ending. That's not like I don't like watching 
I don't like reading stories like that after the Loki run because I felt like the Loki one run did it better. It, it kind of showed how fruitless it is to kind of go back in time and do that if you're not also going to do it like how they did with Shadow King, where they went, okay, now you know what you turn into. So now you're going to start over with acknowledging that that is a path you took and you're going to need to take new paths now. Maybe they can make a run about that. Maybe they need um, an infamous Avengers run of like Shadow King on the team, uh, throw Kulan Goth, Goth on the team. I just want to not have an Avengers book because Avengers are the cops and I hate them. Yes, they are the cops, but I think a team of anti-hero and former villains is just interesting. So the Uncanny Avengers, we're going to do that again? And that Listen. we definitely don't need again. Listen, you 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 remember the N word speech? Yeah, I never. I I was on Tumblr during the N word speech, and I saw how many times that I'm. Who was the one that clapped back at that? Who was the one who did that whole the first time Kitty Pry ever said anything interesting? <laughs> what she said, like, yeah, I saw Alex said that dumb shit. This is how I feel about it. Um. This is coming from the same white white young lady who um, called a black woman a nigger to her face. Yes, that was a penultimate moment for Kitty Pryde's redemption arc. <laughs> it started then and there, in that moment, where she went, huh, maybe, maybe it's not good for me to contextualize all minorities into a specific way that is digestible based on my own needs at the moment. Maybe two wrongs don't make a right, and I can be aware of how using certain words or framing ideas in a certain way can be harmful, even when doing it in defense of another identity. Huh. You know she's not smart enough to do all that. No, she's not. <laughs> no, she's not. But she did the broken clock, you know, struck struck through twice a day. So, you know, it she she got at that moment. She dragged the shit out from that moment. Um, what are your recommendations? I know you was hunting for indie publications to support with black creators. Um, so the ones that um so earlier I posted a request for um black creator owned uh comics and I came with uh I- Ianu by Roye Okupe. I'm so sorry if I'm mispronouncing names. So sorry in advance. Um, Queen of Bad Dreams by Danny Lore. Um, is is Nana the Were Spider by Greg Anderson Elisi? Fine ass Greg Anderson. Fine ass Greg. Um, I'm also including Batman Urban Legends because they have uh, several stories that are written by black writers. Uh, Brandon Thomas and Vida Ayala write some stories in there. Um, what were the other things that I saw? Uh, Tuskegee Airs. Uh, I did not catch who wrote that, so I'm so sorry that I do not have that readily available. Um, who else do I have? I have... Who is this? Philadelphia by Rodney Barnes. And... That is all that I have gotten through so far. Um, definitely recommend those. Also, Bitter Root 
and uh, Excellence are also really good um, independent creator-owned, uh, Black creator-owned uh, projects. Thank that you. I recommend I, for everybody to read. I will be checking those out, too. Maybe we have a little corner to talk about them. But I'm also mm-hmm. checking out next week we have Fables dropping, so I'll be checking that out. I'm a big Fables fan. If anyone knows me, knows that I love Fables. Um, I'm going to be checking that out. I'm also going to be looking at Black Adam, because now Black Adam yes. is... White Adam has now officially said, fuck you and that name. I would never be going by White Adam in my life. What the fuck are you talking about? And my name is Bolt. (laughs) My name is Bolt. So call me Bolt. Um, That's dropping next week as well. They also have a few Black Adam tie-ins because his movie is dropping soon in October. Um, And it's looking to be good. You know, the magic fighting scenes actually look like they are going to be really great. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's exciting and excitable. And we also get Viola Davis's Amanda Waller. Yes, I love her. Um, so the X books that are dropping next week, it's a few of them. New Mutants, number 30. Mm-hmm. Axe Judgment Day, number five. Fuck. Uh, Fantastic Four, number 20, 47, is actually technically an Axe tie-in, but I don't think we're covering that on the show. Legion of X, number five. I think we have um, ex- to. The rumor is that they're bringing back Franklin Richards as a mutant. That's the mute. That's the rumor is that they're re-empowering him as a mutant. I'll let you. I'll read so it and let you guys know. Contenders. We'll do it like five minute, a five minute run. The rumor is Franklin Richards is coming back as a mutant. If they do not, okay. Well, I'm gonna read the book anyway because it's an axe tie-in. But, yeah, you know, there's that. Um, Exterminators number one. And X-Men Unlimited, X-Men Green number two. But I don't know if we're going to be including those. I feel like we need to start catching up on Nature Girl's antics because they brought it up officially in the book and they went, Nature Girl's doing shit. And so I guess we have no choice but to pay attention to what that crazy bitch is up to. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely recommend uh, anything magic related at uh, Marvel right now because they're starting to ramp up and I need them to like oh, you see Strange they need, and her husband yep, Strange fucking is on that, basically fucking on that front cover <laughs> they mm-hmm. brought back Strange um, is fine again yeah I really want Midnight Suns to be like better and then um, they're gonna do so they're including Zoe in the Midnight Suns and they're including Bloodline which is Blade's daughter in Crypt of the Shadows which is supposed to come out later. I think what I did not like about Midnight Suns this week is that they started it like it's a Defenders book where you had that typical call to actions go, oh, all the heroes here are prophesized to be a part of the action. And I'm like, yeah. there's cliches in fantasy, but there's ways you can just avoid the cliche. Um, these are mostly... I am happy Nico's doing spells without her staff. I am unhappy with my people who went, since when does Nico not have her staff? When did she send it to space? I'm like, literally the very last issue of Runaways. Like, it was a very big moment. I don't know how you missed it. Yeah, she gave her staff away. Because we didn't read Runaways. I'm included in that group. I did not read Runaways. Why did you not read Runaways? Because it just was not interesting. I don't give a fuck about any of those characters. How did you not care about the Runaways characters? I do not care about any of those characters. There's something dark going on. There's very dark-sided energy, right? Uh, I feel like I feel like Topaz right now. I'm about to pass out. <laughs> she could have been the Midnight Suns. Topaz could have been brought back. 
the Indian version. Zappin is probably the only the only character out of there that I'd be like, oh, okay. You don't cool. like um, what's his name? See, the very fact that I forget his name belies. I liked him in the Iron Fist and Luke Cage um, solo the duo series they had when they basically went back to being heroes for hire and like he turned out to be, he became a street magician. Basically, he, he practiced a version of magic that is descendant of Afro-Caribbean and African-Americans here in America. The black guy? Yeah. Uh, Alex, I think? Yeah, Alex Wilder. Alex Wilder. He became, he's a full-blown sorcerer now and a ghost. He's Danny Phantom, basically. Gowns. Beautiful gowns. I respect him. I respect a a he's not even anti hero. He's an anti villain who just goes like, "You guys are completely doing stupid shit all the time, and I'm the one who can do the shit that gets it done." Um, I'm not nice about it. I do what I do to survive, and my parents survive a very racist world that turned them into criminals. And this world really doesn't deserve them. Alex Wilder has a very complex mental mental space going on. I respect him. And he's a mm-hmm. he's a black boy wizard. Leave him alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what? You're betraying our oaths as fans of black boy wizards, and I don't respect it. Um, he hasn't been in a story that has held my interest long enough to actually read that and enjoy that. I so recommend checking that. him out in that Iron Fist run because he was handling shit. You're gonna need to tell me specifically which one it was. I'll send you screenshots. How about that? Of a cover, at least. Thank you. Okay, my love. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, you don't appreciate that wraps me. It up for okay. This week. See, how see how he does me. See how the love I get from this from this team from this family. I I show up. This is why war is the way she is. I see it now. <laughs> these Maybe bitches you got my and I almost hopped through this fucking phone until I read Pestilence the and was like, okay. is the icon right. of the four. She was chosen to be the seer, the oracle of the Essasaurus event. She knew all the... She, she had the best power. She infected a nigga I'm and told saying. him, go tell the message before you die. I'm just saying. She has the best look, but one of the... I saw Pestilence and I was like, bitch... Would you have preferred if I was pestilence? Did you want to be war? No, I didn't. Know. I just saw the notification. I didn't know what you were talking about until I read back through it. I was like, okay, well, this makes sense. See all the love I get. By the way, everyone, Monty's not wearing a shirt. Titty me all out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Today, they got on my ass the other day after show. Because you're never naked when everyone else is being naked, and you feel like uh, that. You feel like you, exclude, you self-exclude yourself. <laughs><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑
or he does that thing because dogs do this in general where they come up and sniff your uh your butt or your crotch i don't no thank you i don't need your nose touching my dick ew yeah Thank you guys for stopping yeah. by. Also, is Dark Knights still coming back next week? No, it's just the volume, but the major volume. I might buy that. I might get the whole volume of Dark Knights of Steel. That's just a good Elseworlds book. It's just good. I love that for you. You don't like Dark Knights of Steel? I'm not reading it. Why not? Why? It's so, it's so no, good. No, Showtime. Like, that's... If I like, said anything, good. is good. If you looked at how much money I spend on comics on any given week... What's your birthday? I'm not adding nothing else. When's your birthday? My birthday's in February. I might get you that for your birthday. Yeah, I think you'll really, really appreciate good. it. It really is good. I think I really think. Listen, I'm an English, I have an English degree. If I think a book is good enough for someone, I buy books for gifts. And I think I think Dark Knights of Steel is something that you really like, you will really appreciate, and you will look at it and go, "I'm happy to have read this story." So I'm gonna get you that for your birthday. Then Tom Taylor is actually really good as far as um, other world. You said other world is that what it's called? Else worlds or other worlds? Yeah, else world. Whatever you know, but he's really good with like doing stuff like that because he also wrote Deceased and um, um, he wrote the Injustice comics. But it, he's really good at that, so I think you should check it out. It's like, I think it's a talent to write good Elseworlds stories because I think you need to know the character's fundamental drive, but also have a take on it so that the story doesn't just feel like fan fiction. You know, you got to be able to go, I know I can construct a whole world around this whole what if scenario. And the what if is basically like, what if the Kryptonians crash landed on a version of Earth that was magical? We lost and... me at Kryptonians. They're kind of the villains of this story. Yeah, it's not evil Superman, not black and white, but it's more of a they're a house, the house of L, and so like they and, they get into um, some shit. Yeah, and with um, Bruce Wayne, there's a little bit of a uh, revelation in that one that I think was surprisingly good. Also, Black Lightning is the king of his own nation. Yes. They're their own house. And Constantine is still being gay and better. So with that, um, definitely fill Showtime's recommendation, uh, recommendations to read Dark Knights of Steel because everyone literally is talking about how good it is. Um, it's up there with my Eternals recommendation. So take yeah. that for what you want. Um, I'm going to be Henry to Dark Knights uh, of Steel then. Just because you feel petty enough to spit on it because you don't want to read it. Listen, you see how this bitch is, right? <laughs> Y'all I don't read Kryptonian stories. I don't read Seed's stories. It's not a Kryptonian story. I'm not interested it's in any of It's more of a Justice League story. I, Diana is in it, too. Diana is in it. Bruce is in it. And she's a full Diana's in it being gay. Girl. She's being a full lesbian. Mm. And just because you heard the word Kryptonian... You went, ill. no, I don't want to touch it. It's not good enough for me and my higher palate of... And it's not even, it's not even, I mean, they're a part of it, but they're not like, they're a part of it, but they're not like the only main characters in that story. I can't even tell you the good things in it because I don't want to spoil it for you. Like, it's really good. You watch Game of Thrones? Mm -hmm. It's like maybe a lower level version of that. 
Maybe not as cool. I wouldn't call it lower You're level. Not selling it to me. I wouldn't call it lower not level. It's very much inspired by the happenings of Game of Thrones. It's just mm-hmm. not going as extreme with shit that they didn't really need to do. Like, there's no incest exactly. plot. There's no incest exactly. plots happening left and right. Or, like, there's no gratuitous violence going through it. Like, people just being hurt for no reason. Um, yeah. It's very much like the metahumans are all, are all witches. So imagine it more like 1602 X-Men Elseworlds, except it's actually good. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the 1602. I'm still not going to read it. Like, I, love, I love it. Y'all do. Oh, Lord. Unless I buy it for him, he's not going right, to read let's, it. Let's wrap this up, y'all. <laughs> we got to let this bitch go because he is being obstinate just to piss us off. So thank you all for coming for another week and stopping by and supporting Next us. This phases through things. He's a phaser. That's one of his powers. You choke one dick. How about that? Doesn't make it past you, reflect. So now what? You definitely do. That's why I heard. I heard you cough on a dick. I heard you hiccup <laughs> on a dick. That's why I heard. Mm-hmm. I heard. We know about you. We heard about that. you, sweetie. We heard about well, you. Thank you for thank uh, you so much for K-R-K stopping K-R-K by. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>